What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome into episode number 95 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host Jesse Taylor, and we are the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. We're a little later than we normally are in our second episode, but that's because of Thanksgiving, obviously. So tomorrow, Sunday night football is the Packers in Philadelphia, and I'm hoping we get back to our usual hype that we see on primetime football at home, Jess. And they better with the, the debuting the all black unis and the all black yes. helmet. I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I know when you're going. Yeah. Are you still going to it? I am. Is it supposed oh. to be cold? Yeah, most likely. I'm assuming because yeah. it's a night game. It's been cold. It's all right. I'll live. <laughs> I so and usually so I'm it's I'm gonna be such a mess because I always I cry every year at the home opener because I get so excited the the the, the like the hype video that they play and them coming out the tunnel the whole thing like I just get I, it, emotional singing the fight song the whole night. I mean, this is my home opener in friggin' November, so people are going to be really concerned. Also, also five months postpartum hormones still going all crazy over here. Like people I think are going to be a little worried about me <laughs> sitting in the stand <laughs> sobbing. The first game I cried at, I told you about this, the preseason game after COVID when they oh, go yes. all year. We didn't, so full year, the first time the fight song played, I hadn't heard the fight song like played by the Eagles pep band since my wedding. And I was sitting in the stands and Joe had gone to get food and I, it burst into tears. So I'm sitting there alone, sobbing. And that's most likely where I will be on Sunday. Just, just sobbing because I'm so excited. So they better only make me cry happy tears and not sad Literally. tears. I love it. So any listeners, if you see Jess just bawling, it's okay. It's fine. She's Everything fine. Is fine. Everything is fine. And honestly, like, I really, now, the Eagles don't always deliver when the stage is set so perfectly for them. But like, this is the perfect storm to exactly what you said, Sam, get back on track to this, what we were seeing from them early in the season. Yes. 
So I agree. The Packers, they're four and seven. They've lost to the Jets, the Commanders, the Lions, the Titans, all of whom are not very good football teams. I know the Eagles also lost to the Commanders. They're still not a good football team. Um, Aaron Rodgers has been playing with a broken thumb since early October. However, they he's 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 not really throwing to anybody. So he does have seven interceptions so far on the year, which is I think he he had what three or two or three all of last year. Like he it was something something wild. Yeah. Um, so you know, the Packers are not a very good football team now. We thank them for their uh, late game heroics to have an overtime win against the Dallas Cowboys. We love that from them. Um, but other than that, you know, they are they're they're not a not a very good football team either. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is like definitely can't sleep on this team because of the fact that they upset the Cowboys and we saw that. Um, it's Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, yes, and they also Aaron Rodgers. And they had, they did just recently get back Randall Cobb. Mm-hmm. So even though he's very old, he's obviously gotten that uh, chemistry with Aaron Rodgers. Right. So he's got that like piece back. And then, um, is it Watson? Yeah, Watson. I want, keep wanting to say Watkins, and I don't know why. But the uh, rookie Watson's kind of starting to find his own. So just like stuff like that. They do have one guy, Lazard. Um, who's big so they do have a few things that you just can't sleep on they're not like shaking scary you know what I mean but just like little pieces you don't want to sleep on Um, they are three and one I thought this was interesting I saw this fun fact they are three and one on the season when they have 200 or more rushing yards so that's something we absolutely cannot allow um Yep. And even saying that, though, those kind of records always kind of make sense, because if you're rushing the ball that much, you're probably taking majority of the playing yeah. clock. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, but the Eagles are tied. The Eagles defense, I should say, is tied for first with takeaways. So I want them to get back on track, too, in this. You know what I mean? We kind of not that they've been bad per se especially last week they started getting back on track but like yeah I just want to see them before the bye I think before the bye is when they were fun and energetic and everything and since then we kind of haven't seen them come out dominant or excited really yeah I I feel like it's been pretty anticlimactic with you know some of with the way the defense has played and you know you and I talked about how um, Darius Slay doesn't really look like himself these last couple weeks, and and you know you wonder if something's going on there. But you know, like you said, yeah, Randall Cobb coming back. They have Alan Lazard. Um, but other than that, like you know, it, n- nothing that really lights the world on fire. Nothing that you you know again can't sleep on Aaron Rodgers ever. Anything is possible yeah. when you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, right? But like. There is no one who you look at from a skill position perspective and that strikes fear. No, I agree. So this would be the time for them to exactly that, get back on track to that, that, that exciting high level play from like. Yeah. To go along with that, like in reality, like with all the pieces that I mentioned, like they're not really intimidating but they are intimidating if this team comes out with a poor game plan and with a poor um energy aura 
You know what I mean? Which I really find hard to believe that that will happen because of the All Black Unis. It's Sunday night football at home. Like the last primetime game at home wasn't the best. So I really hope and think they'll come out big time with this, you know? But I'm, you know. I'm with you. And like, and and similarly with their defense, like they've they've had good games here and there, but like they're still like they're giving up a lot of like a lot of yards on the ground. So like I know the Eagles run defense hasn't been great. They buttoned it up after the first drive last week against Jonathan Taylor. And, you know, they're gonna need to keep that. Um, you know, because the the other thing with um Aaron Jones is he's good on the ground, but also like catching passes out of the backfield is like how they've done a lot of their damage with him specifically. Um but, you know, the the Packers defense is also giving up, you know, about the same amount, you know, of, of yards per rushing attempt. Um, you know, they're giving up an average of 135 yards on the ground and giving up 10 rushing touchdowns. Like, you know, they they also only have 11 takeaways compared to the Eagles 21. So, you know, they they are not there's there's, you know, again, nothing world beating about this Packers team that is not very different aside from, you know, not having Devonte Adams, like they're not yeah. very different from this team that, you know, sort of got embarrassed in the divisional round last year. They're just uh, older. Yeah. They're just a year older. And mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers has one more broken finger than he did. In that <laughs> game. So, you know, I, I just think that this is, it really is kind of the perfect opportunity for them to get back to, you know, the way they played the Minnesota Vikings or the way they played the commanders the first time. Like that is the kind of performance that you want to, you want to see and you want them to, you know, come out and, and, and deliver. And this is, it's funny to think back to like the beginning of the season before we knew that they would go eight and oh and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, I had this game originally circled as a possible loss because like when we do our like record or whatever, I think I still had like 13 and four or something. I still had a really good record for them, but this was one of the games that I was like, I could see them losing to them on prime time. And now it's funny to kind of look here where we are now. And it's like, hopefully they don't lose, but it is still one of those games that's like, this is an upset waiting to happen. Right. If it weren't, I don't see it happening necessarily, but if we didn't get upset by the commanders and play poorly against the Colts last week, I think it would be a lot closer than what it's going to be, at least where I'm hoping it's going to be. But it is interesting. Yeah. I mean, the Packers also are not nearly as good as we thought they were going to be at that time. I mean, last week, they even let up like 127 passer rating to Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, they let Ryan Tannehill look like uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, thoughts on this matchup. I just really, I feel like we're just going to be repetitive with this because it is just like a basic kind of storyline on this one. And neither yeah. team, the Philly is looking to get back on track. Green Bay is not good. They just need to get the job done on prime time as their home again, find that energy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just really hope that they come out of the gate with that energy that they've been lacking. Like I said, on paper, Packers have a, uh, a decent run game, but an easy to shut down um, one in option or one, an easy to shut down 
run game because they have one option. That is what I was trying to say right there. You got it. We got, um, we got that. Yeah. And then they just have a few passing weapons, like we mentioned, but our secondary is much better. They need to find their rhythm and get back on track. And I think this is the type of game that they do that. On the other side of the ball, I expect our offense to also get back on track. They haven't really like been down, down, but with the turnovers recently, that has to just be put on a strict halt. And I want to see the energy. I want to see those deep balls where it's just like, we're not chasing to come back. I want to come out early and come up with a big lead and keep the lead throughout the game. Just stay foot on their neck, you know? Totally agree. Totally agree. And with, you know, with that, just to touch on this briefly, um, AJ Brown is the only real concern for Sunday. Now he was a full participant in practice on Friday. However, he had a stomach bug that he said kept him in bed all day on Thanksgiving, which super sucks. Um, It's been going around. A lot of people have that. I know. Keep it out of my house. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But Friday, you know, they, the media kind of asked him like, you know, out of, you know, how are you feeling on a scale of one to 10? He was like, I am a three out of 10, which is not great. Now, hopefully no. by Sunday, he's at least, you know, because I, I you know, AJ Brown is a, a specimen as they say. And, you know, I think AJ Brown at like a six out of 10 is still better than some of the wide receivers that we've, we've had. To what watch. if we get yeah. an AJ Brown flu game, like the MJ flu game, then we're in for something far. I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. I, you know, I personally thought with the Packers, like after that fourth quarter comeback overtime win against Dallas, like I personally thought they were about to like go on a run. Like they were going to write ship. Aaron Rodgers was going to get hot and like, they were going to get, nope. Nope. It was just the Cowboys. (laughs) It was just the Cowboys. It's just Dallas being Dallas, you know? Um, Mike McCarthy being Mike McCarthy, but yeah, you know, he's, he's not really throwing to anybody. I know he's got Randall Cobb back. I know Alan Lazard is a, is a good piece to have, but like, you know, they're not number one and they're not number one receivers. Any, like, yeah, you know, um, so maybe this will be, you know, a good opportunity. I hope for the secondary to get back on track for that defense to get back to, you know, being exciting, having a lot of energy. I think, you know, obviously we saw last week how adding Linvel Joseph and Indomitian Sue really does help mm-hmm. and immediately fixed a problem. Um, immediately has, has done some serious damage to, to Aaron Rodgers over the last, you know, uh, over his career when he was with the lions, he's excited to go play Aaron Rodgers and do some more damage. Um, I hope there's no, you know, personal fouls that come with that, but you know, we'll make our peace if there are. Um, we can deal with one early in the game. Yeah. But again, like, I think it really is perfect for the Eagles to get back on track to where they were early in the season. Um, that's what I want to see. I'm just, I'm, I'm really hoping they, they get there. So, um, you know, I, I think that that's, that's what I'm hoping for. And I, yeah. what, you know, it, the stage is set for it and let's just, let's just hope, hope. I guess we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to just wrap up quick list our keys to success for the Eagles to come out with a victory and give our final score predictions. You are listening to the babes on broad on BGN radio. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G podcast and an entrepreneur myself. 
Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a PropG Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the PropG Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back into episode number 95 of Babes on Broad. And just as you said, going to the break, we really just hope what we can see and how it looks like it'll turn out is how it's actually going to turn out. But the scariest part about this is not only has the play been down the last couple of weeks, but it's also just been the play calling and like the game plan as a whole. So it's like, yes, we can say what they need to do. And yes, we can see this as the perfect stage, but it really doesn't matter if the game plan comes out and it's shot from the beginning. So hopefully it is not. And with that being said, my keys to success, yes, exactly. right from open opening the gates of this game and running out to that field, you need to stop Aaron Jones. He's not extremely terrifying this year at all, but with how we've played the last couple of weeks, he could be a big piece to this game. So you just need to shut him down right away. And then um, my other key to this success is his secondary, just getting back on track, get the takeaways that we need to spark the energy in the game and really just shut him down. It's Aaron Rodgers. You can never sleep on Aaron Rodgers. And lastly, I kind of said into my thoughts of the game too, Eagles passing offense come out huge. I want to see a huge passing game from Jalen Hurts in this and just have fun throwing the ball down, making it look easy. Like all the excitement and energy and everything that's fun to watch, I want to see in this game. Got it. Perfect. And I, and to really just piggyback off of that, like I have two dominating in the trenches, both lines need to win their, win their battles and winning the turnovers, winning yes. the turnover battle. Though you, you do that, you win this game. Hands yep. down, hands down, hands down, hands down. And you're absolutely right. Like can never sleep on Aaron Rodgers. And I think, you know, sort of, not that I think they slept on the commanders and Taylor Heineke. I, I do think that like Taylor Heineke just has like an edge to him that the Eagles have struggled with. Last year, they were able to win those matchups last year. However, like there were there were moments where they looked a little hairy. And, you know, he there's just something to, like he, he he's a he's a competitor, right? Like mm-hmm. he, and I don't think they slept on the team, but I think that they just, you know, they got complacent in the turnovers and, you know, things like that. So they need to just kind of buckle it up and and need to play the way that they had been playing and not what we've been seeing. You know, we talked about in our episode earlier in the week that we could chalk that, that commander's game up to being fluky, right? Like all the weird things that happened, everything, every ball bounced the wrong way. Um, you know, everything went wrong. All the missed calls. Yeah. 
everything went against, you know, what the Eagles needed to happen. But then, you know, there were things that happened the next week too, that, you know, you were, were too similar that you were like, okay, I'm a little, I'm relieved they pulled out the win, but I'm a little concerned at what, what we're seeing here. And we're seeing this trend. So let's like to see it, you know, not continue the third week. Yes, yeah, shut down all the concern that we have because this is not the time of the year where you really want to just collapse. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. You, you can't have that happen. We need a quick turnaround and to dig ourselves out of this hole real quick. Um, with all of that being said, Jess, what's your final score prediction? So I have a score in my brain that I think is very realistic. And then I was putting my notes in. Um, and realized it was the same score as the Packers-Titans game. But I'm going to go with it because I, I, I don't dislike the score in itself. 27-17 is sort okay. of the Eagles. Is sort of what I'm thinking. And I was like, That's, that, that feels right. And then okay. I opened the laptop and I'm like, hmm, maybe that's why it felt so right. But <laughs> Maybe I've seen this before. <laughs> I think I've seen this before, yeah. What about you, Sam? <laughs> Um, I'm not far off. So I always have like two scores, but I'm going to go with this one. 28-21 Eagles. Because I want us to like really just light it up. And I do think it's Aaron Rodgers, so I can see a late score kind of thing come up. But um, yeah, so I'm going 28-21. And maybe 28-20. I like it. I like it. I'm missing extra point in there. That's an extra point a little bit. All right. Well, that is our episode for today. So thank you for listening to episode 95 of Babes on Broad. As always, thank you to SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation for hosting our show. We'll be back early next week. Normal, regularly scheduled programming for for (laughs) next week without a holiday in there. Um, But enjoy the rest of the weekend and go birds. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.